Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, babe. It's Diana Jebbia. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Now, this episode's going to be a little bit different from what you're used to hearing because all we're doing today is spilling the Bravo tea. Yeah, the Bravo gods have blessed us over the past week with so much news, like a whole new lineup of TV shows. We got a Vanderpump Rules engagement and a much needed departure from Summer House. So, Why don't we just get right into it, okay? First off, I want to congratulate James Kennedy and Raquel Levis on their engagement. That happened last night, and he did a really good job. It looks like he set up this cute Rachella festival, so like... Coachella. It's huge in California. If you're not familiar with it, it takes place in the desert and it's a big music festival. Lots of DJs, lots of boho fashion. And James set up a little private Rachella, like Raquel Coachella for the two of them. And they were just dancing in the moonlight. She showed off her ring, which Good for you, James. You did an amazing job on that ring. It is blinding. It is gorgeous. Can we just admire for a second how far James has come in over the past couple of years? So he didn't have the greatest start on Vanderpump Rules. He came in dating Kristen, which that's just an odd couple. They're two fiery personalities that was clearly never going to work out. He had some trouble with alcohol and just stirring up drama with the rest of the castmates. He never really got along with all of them. He was still finding his stride, and that would get him into trouble with Lisa Vanderpump. So he started out as a busboy at Sir, then did some DJing work, then he got fired as a DJ, hired, fired. And last I saw before the pandemic, he was doing See You Next Tuesday at Sir because I actually went, and it was a lot of fun. But it's nice to see him back on his feet And with the woman who was stuck by his side through it all, Raquel, absolutely gorgeous, sweet as can be. I think that she didn't get a fair reputation or a fair edit on the show. I think she was kind of edited to be a little bit dumber than she actually is. And it seems the two of them complement one another really well. So I have nothing but high hopes for the two of them. And what's really interesting is on Overserved a couple of weeks ago, Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump, James was actually a guest on the show. And Lisa asked him, you know, are you planning on taking the next step with Raquel? And he said he had the engagement planned. I don't know the timeline of when that was shot. I know Lala's episode was before she gave birth to Ocean. So that had to be before March. So maybe it was earlier this year that he had these plans. So amazing that it all came together in such a beautiful way. I'm so happy for the two of them. Vanderpump Rules is filming now. So maybe we'll get to see that engagement on the show. How great would that be? Or even just to see them planning the wedding. You know, one of the great things about James and Raquel is that they're still relatable in the terms of the phase of their life that they're in. You know, other cast members like Stassi and Kristen, even though they're not on the show anymore, but Lala, Sheena and all them, they gave birth And they all moved up. They're in these big houses. And James and Raquel are still living in an apartment. So it's more relatable for us to see, like, yeah, they're working hard. Raquel's still waitressing at Sir. I don't know if she does when the show isn't filming. But that's neither here or there. It's more fun for us to watch them because they're living a lifestyle that we can relate more to. So that'll be exciting to see them go on this journey to marriage together. I'm so happy for them. 
We also got some news that uh, we're having a big summer house departure. Yes, Hannah Burner is leaving Summer House, so I can't say I'm really surprised about that one. I'm sure you're not surprised either. Let me pull up her statement from her Instagram. So the part that's relevant to us, it starts off with, I look forward to an exciting summer, but with mixed emotions, I'm announcing I won't be spending it living in the summer house. These last three summers have truly been a whirlwind and the show has without a doubt changed my life and I will forever be thankful for the platform it has provided me. Making people laugh is what brings me joy and I am so excited to announce that I will be spending this summer touring my stand-up and telling fart jokes at comedy clubs and theaters near you. Okay, we're just going to stop right there. Was she fired? Possibly. You know, Bravo kind of has a history of when they're letting go of a cast member. They make it look like it was their decision. I think she tried to be humorous about it and be like, oh, I'm telling fart jokes. But as usual, Hannah's jokes don't really land, which is kind of ironic considering she's going to be doing a comedy tour this summer. Best of luck with that one. I think the reason she got the boot, if she did, this is not confirmed. Again, we don't know. I want to repeat this. We don't know if she got fired or we don't know if this was her decision. Just nothing has been confirmed. But if she got the boot from Bravo, if, 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 I think it's because her friendships were not genuine on the show. The only one she had a real connection with was Paige from the beginning. And then she had a friendship with Carl, but honestly, her going on podcasts and spreading rumors about him, any friendship she had with him has clearly been cut there. She absolutely burned her bridges with Kyle and Amanda. Luke, that's out the window. And then Lindsay, she was never really friendly with, and Lindsay and Danielle are kind of a package deal. So that dynamic of Hannah on the show wasn't going to fit. Do I think she can be asked back? Maybe if she does a little bit of self-reflection and if Kyle and Amanda were to accept her as a friend again, maybe down the line. But I think this was a really good decision on Summer House's part this season. I know for all of us was just so difficult to watch because Hannah was just causing drama left and right. And it was exhausting. We as viewers just were exhausted. We were cringing half the time. We were throwing out our necks from cringing so hard at her actions, her manufacturing a storyline, her causing fights with Kyle and saying, don't bring up my dad when she was the first one to do it in the first place. Her hooking up with Des and Amanda in Kyle's bathroom, which is absolutely disgusting and unnecessary. We don't want to see that as viewers. We want genuine friendships. And that was brought up a lot in the reunion. And her fake tears weren't cutting it anymore. So I am excited to see her stepping away from Summer House. And I think this leaves room for Summer House Winter Charm. More on that in a few those rumored new cast members to do a little bit of crossover and step into the Summer House and take her spot. Now, babe, if you are looking to spice up your life in the bedroom, you do not need to hook up in your friend's bathroom like Hannah and Jez did. No, you've got to go to AdamandEve.com. Okay, so AdamandEve.com is a website. They have so many adult toys for him, for her, for both of you. Oh my God, I'm getting hot just thinking about it. They are going to take your bedroom knife to the next level. Because, you know, maybe you and your partner got a little bored during the pandemic, got a little vanilla, you want to spice it up, or maybe you're getting back out there, thank God, and you want to just have some fun. Here is how adamandeve.com is going to help you, my love. You know how free stuff is awesome? Everyone loves free stuff. Free stuff to spice up your bedroom and help you have that fun is even better 
And that's what they're doing at adamandeve.com. Here's how it works. You select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. All you got to do is enter code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. So not even like one, two, three, or seven, 10. I'm going to break it down for you. You're going to get a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies. So you'll get that any one item for 50% off, then a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies plus free shipping. That's like where we need the horns. Free shipping. So again, go to adamandeve.com, enter code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, offer code BELIEVE at checkout at adamandeve.com. You enjoy, my love. So Bravo has officially announced what we all thought would be called Winter House, Summer House, Winter Charm this fall, which right off the bat, I'm going to say that's a questionable name. It's like they all had a board meeting and they're like, "Okay, Summer House works like we got that part of the title and it's taking place in the winter, but we need Southern Charm in there. So I got it. Summer House, Winter Charm. And it's it's a clunky name. Winter House would have definitely gotten the point across I don't think we need to necessarily work Southern Charm in there because really the only two cast members from that show are Craig and Austin no offense to them but I don't know Winter House just rolled off the tongue easier so Summer House Winter Charm aka Winter House is coming this fall now we do have some rumored cast members the announced cast we've got Luke, Ciara, Paige, Kyle, and Amanda, and Lindsay from Summer House, and then Craig and Austin from Southern Charm. We've got some new cast members. Andrea Denver, Gabrielle Neary, Jason Cameron, and Julia McGuire. And by the way, they're all gorgeous. It's like, in order to be on these shows, you have to look like you came down from the gods. I mean, Andrea Denver, Jason Cameron, have you checked out their Instagrams? Hot men. And lucky for Lindsay, there's been rumors that she's actually with Jason Cameron, so she can get it. That's one good-looking couple. I hope that this is the love that Lindsay has been searching so hard for, because yes, honey, he's a cutie. And then we have the ladies, Gabrielle and Julia. They're stunning. I want to do the math really quick, because... So rumor has it that Jason and Lindsay are together. I have heard some unconfirmed rumors that Austin and Sierra were a thing. I don't know about that. It was rumored that Craig and Paige got together. Again, unconfirmed. And then Kyle and Amanda are obviously automatically an item. So I did a quick math on this. And there are five guys and five girls. Well, there's six guys and six girls, but Kyle and Amanda are obviously a thing. So they're... They don't need to pair off. They're already paired off. So it could work out that we have a bunch of hookups in this house and nobody gets left out. I think Bravo's got a moneymaker on their hands here. So this is coming this fall. You can watch it on Bravo as far as I know. Things to look out for. Juicy hookups. We love a crossover as fans. And as I mentioned earlier, I think some of those new cast members are going to be coming on to Summer House. Just a prediction one of them's going to be taking Hannah's spots. such as a prediction from me. And I think it'll be more fun as fans for us to have this background, seeing those relationships form and how it comes into Summer House when we add Carl back into the mix. All right. So Bravo also announced not one, 
but two below deck new shows, which interesting. You know, I love below deck. I think below deck is really fun to watch, but I think Bravo has kind of overdone us with the below deck lately. Like anytime you turn on Bravo, there's a below deck marathon. And especially with Kate and Hannah having both left the series, I know that Hannah's a little bit controversial. I freaking love Hannah, but those are two strong personalities. So for them to throw more below decks in the mix, I'm a little bit iffy about because it's kind of like we need to work on fixing what's broken first. And they introduced Sailing Yacht. The first season was kind of a bust. This season's a little bit stronger, but not enough to pull me in and captivate me as much as Below Deck and Below Deck Ned did. So they're introducing Below Deck Adventure. You can watch that on Bravo in early 2022. And this is a quote directly from Bravo's website. Below Deck Adventure, premiering early 2022 on Bravo, will feature wealthy thrill seekers as they get into all sorts of adrenaline pumping activities on their luxury yacht vacation, which, what? I'm sorry, this might be an unpopular opinion. I don't care about the guests. I watch Below Deck to see the stews get into it. And to me, that description sounds like it's going to be more of a guest-focused show. A wealthy thrill seeker. Do they mean Dolores, who jumped into the water and blew off Captain Lee? Because, yeah, that was kind of interesting to watch. But I don't care about these entitled guests that come onto the show. I just, they don't intrigue me. They're rude half the time. Maybe if we're getting them into a fear factor situation where they have to do stunts or like eat bugs or something like that or make them uncomfortable, then like, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing that. But to me, Below Deck is about the cast. So from that description, I don't know if we're going to have much crew drama. I hope we still will. I hope they're going to get in on the adventure seeking. Maybe we'll have like the deck crew going rock climbing or something. I just don't know what that's going to entail. It leaves me wanting more, maybe wanting less from Below Deck. So season one's going to take place in Norway. That's pretty cool. I do have to say it is fun to watch all these sites and locations that you normally wouldn't go to on Below Deck. That's a great point about the show. We're also getting Below Deck Down Under. Now, this is coming to Peacock in early 2022 which I know a lot of people get mad. They're like, oh, we're going to have to buy another streaming service. Spoiler alert, sometimes Peacock does come with your cable if you have it. And also, Bravo's got to make money too. I know a lot of people complain about the streaming service thing. It is a pain in the butt, but at the end of the day, it's a business deal. And you know what? We Bravo fans have a lot of FOMO, so we're probably all going to get Peacock. But below deck down under. It's taking place in Australia, and this is again from Bravo's website. They say, it'll follow yachties as they work and play on a super yacht sailing around Australia. This new series will also showcase a unique additional challenge for the crew, as the guests expect not only an adventure on the water, but also underwater with scuba diving and other activities of some of the main attractions of the region. So right away from this description... It does feel more yachties based. It feels more crew member based, which I'm liking that more than adventure, to be honest with you. This sounds more exciting and more interesting, but I'm curious about the crew. I hope we get to see some old familiar faces. I think one of the great things about Below Deck is that they have a really strong existing 
pool of cast members to choose from. So we have Kelly and Amy from earlier seasons. Eddie came back this past season, and he was a great addition to the cast. And I think some of the newer cast members would do well, like Ashling. She was really awesome to watch. Would love to see her on a newer Below Deck season. I think that Bravo would do well to cast old crew members, if they can, if they're still yachting on these newer Below Deck series. Just so we, as an audience, have something to go back to, especially if they're going to focus on the guests, which that first adventure series sounds like they're going to do more of. I think a selling point to the audience would be having these older crew members like even Emily. Oh, my God, I loved Em. It would be great to see her again. But who knows? I have a feeling like Bugsy might be involved with one of these, which is like, ugh, nothing's confirmed. We don't know. So that's below deck. We also have coming up. Candy OLG Project, which is a working title, so they might change that coming in late 2021. That's going to follow Candy Burris, Todd Tucker, and Mama Joyce as they build their restaurant empire. OLG, old lady gang. Okay, I love Candy. I think that Candy is very entertaining. She's a great housewife. She's got a very interesting story, obviously growing up, being a songwriter, being an escape. I don't know if this is necessarily what I want to see her in. I think when Bravo had that Escape spinoff, that was really interesting. I don't remember what it was called, but obviously with all the issues that T.I. and Tiny are having right now, that wouldn't happen. So we've got the OLG project, again, a working title. But for me, it just seems like this is the Vanderpump Rules of Atlanta, and I feel like Candy deserves more than that. I hope that instead of focusing on the staff of the restaurant, that we get to focus more on Candy and Todd and Mama Joyce managing the restaurant. I know they had been looking to build more restaurants, and the description said building their restaurant empire, so I'm assuming that it's going to be about them building more restaurants. I hope we get to see the business side of things rather than her being a Lisa Vanderpump and managing an unruly staff. Like, Bravo's done that before. They need to come up with a new angle to it to get us drawn in. So they've got a great thing with Candy. Candy, again, is super fun to watch. Candy is super lovable. I hope it's not the Vanderpump Rules of the South. I hope they can give us a little bit more than that. Candy deserves more. This next show sounds super exciting. It's called Love Match Atlanta, and it's a working title Coming in early 2022, so let me get you the description direct from Bravo. Love Match Atlanta, working title, will follow the country's most esteemed black matchmaking companies. I love this because it's been a while since Bravo had a matchmaking show or shows that followed people in their workplace that weren't like Vanderpump Rules with the manufactured drama. So obviously... Way back when, we had the millionaire matchmaker, and it was really fun to see Patty trying to work with these guys to get them their match, or even their girls in some cases. I think a matchmaking show on Bravo feels a little bit nostalgic, and it feels like home. And to see the diversity following black matchmaking companies, I am absolutely all for this. And since it takes place in Atlanta, I'm hoping for a Housewives crossover with Atlanta. So at first I was going to say Portia right away, but then I remembered she's now engaged to Simon Grobadia. Let's talk about that for two minutes. You know I had to bring it up. We're spilling the Bravo tea left and right. So on Mother's Day, Portia posted a picture with Dennis, and her hand was on Simon Grobadia, a.k.a. Fallon Grobadia. She was a friend of on the season of Atlanta's. 
now ex-husband. They just announced their divorce not too long ago. And there's a ring on Portia's hand and everyone's like, is that the ring Dennis gave her? Why is she cozying up with Simon? What's going on? And then finally, Portia came out a little bit later and said that Simon and I are together. There was no engagement confirmed. Then a little bit later, Simon confirmed that they're engaged, which this is like a freaking mess and a half. They got together over a month. Portia swears up and down that she had nothing to do with Fallon and Simon's separation. She swears that Fallon wasn't ever her friend, which is kind of funny because when you look at the lower third on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, it literally says Fallon, Portia's friend. So this is super messy. So clearly we're not going to be seeing Portia on Love Match Atlanta anytime soon. But maybe Kenya. I would love to see Kenya find love. She freaking deserves it. How about Fallon? Fallon's on the market. Yeah. We have another love-themed show coming in mid-2022 called Love Without Borders. So Bravo says, in Love Without Borders, working title, premiering mid-2022, singles leave their lives behind for a chance at love with a stranger in a new land. Now, when I was first hearing about these shows, I read the description from The Hollywood Reporter, and The Hollywood Reporter dug a little bit deeper onto this one and said, Singles dream of escaping their everyday lives to find their soulmate by risking everything for a chance at love with a stranger in a strange land. Oh, my God. Participants will leave their jobs, homes, possessions, and families behind, but they don't know where in the world they're going or who they'll meet all in the name of love. This is clearly Bravo's attempt at 90 Day Fiance. We all see this. Obviously, TLC has had huge success with 90 Day with all age groups, so I think Bravo is trying to recreate that with this show. This could go either way, in my opinion. This could either go really well or flop after one season. Especially, it's like they're trying to one-up 90 Day because these people don't know where they're going and who they're going to marry. Like... Come on. I maybe would like to watch that, but like that would never be me. I would never agree to marry someone, have to give up everything and not know what's on the other side of that. I there's just so much to unpack with that one, but maybe that's going to make it a really great show to watch. Speaking of 90 Day, producers from that show are involved with this one. It's called Life is a Ballroom which is a working title. And Bravo says it's a docuseries from the producers of 90 Day Fiance that follows the journeys of the most fascinating, talented, and obsessed amateur ballroom dancers in America. Hollywood Reporter gave us a little bit more info. And they said it's about something called professional amateur dancing, a.k.a. Pro-Am. So these amateur dancers are paying professional dance partners to compete with them in competitions around the country each week. And the show's going to follow that. And like, bravo, I love you with all due. Nobody freaking asked for this. I could be less interested. And I grew up as a dancer. I just, I don't know. I think that's going to be an instant flop, like canceled. We'll see. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, you can tell me. If I am wrong, you can comment on my Instagram and be like, hey, Diana, you were wrong about life as a ballroom or working title to be determined. I love the show. And I will be like, I'm sorry. You know, I can admit I was wrong. But nobody asked for this. I don't know if this was their answer to Dancing with the Stars, but we'll see. So, yeah, a lot of great shows and some questionable shows that Bravo laid on us all at once. A lot of Bravo tea to spill this week. One final thing I do want to touch on is Tiffany Moon in The Real Housewives of Dallas. And this past week, this woman has undergone 
so much drama in the reunion, outside of the reunion. We had Cameron Westcott basically accusing Tiffany of being racist, which makes no sense because Tiffany was explaining her culture and her heritage to Cameron, and Cameron tried to twist that as Tiffany stereotyping her own culture, which me explaining it makes no sense because it makes no sense. Tiffany's not racist. It was so difficult to watch, and as if that wasn't hard enough, the two had seemed to make up on the reunion, but Cameron and her husband and her brother-in-law were just harassing Tiffany. So Cameron's husband, Court, basically tweeted at Tiffany saying that anti-racism is racism because it discriminates by the color of one's skin, which makes absolutely no sense. And right away, it's pretty obvious that Bravo should do something about Cameron on the show. Like, this behavior is absolutely unacceptable. It's not okay. Tiffany had a hard enough season as it was with everything that Brandy went through. She had to spend a lot of the season defending her own culture and her own race instead of having her own amazing storyline. So I woke up, I think it was Friday, Friday morning. In her bio, Tiffany had changed it to former cast member of The Real Housewives of Dallas or season five cast member of The Real Housewives of Dallas in her bio on Twitter and Instagram basically implying that she would no longer be a part of the show. Of course, due to the harassment she was receiving, and that was really hard to see because Tiffany was such a welcome addition to the show. Bravo finally put out a statement regarding this, saying that Bravo strongly supports the Asian, American, and Pacific Islander AAPI community. Anti-racism is, in fact, not a form of racism, and the network stands by Dr. Tiffany Moon and her advocacy against racism and violence. Which, good on them for making a statement. I know I don't have much of a place to speak on this, but I want to let it be known that I do support Dr. Tiffany Moon. And I think, bravo, that statement could have come a little bit sooner and action could have been taken against Cameron in some way, shape, or form. (sighs) Yeah. So, Tiffany Moon, we love you. Don't let anyone dull your sparkle. You are such a light to the Real Housewives of Dallas. And if that show does come back... It needs you on it. I I understand how it would be hard to come back to that. But you were such an amazing addition to that show. It would be such a shame for the wrong cast member to leave that show, for someone who doesn't deserve to stay on to stay on, and for someone like you, Dr. Tiffany Moon, to have to leave because of that. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. I don't know why. (laughs) I just, it hurts to see all that. Oh, I just got some more breaking news. As of 26 minutes ago, Bravo announced BravoCon. Baby, we are spilling all the Bravo tea today. So it's happening October 15th to 17th in New York City. I'm so happy to see this comeback because clearly it's been quite a year. There was no second BravoCon last year. So this is the second one. It's nice to see that this is going to be happening. So no official details yet, but they say they're planning on making it even more memorable. So this is really exciting. I think this is a great place to leave off on this week's podcast. Spilled all the Bravo tea today. Like, my feet are just soaked in tea right now, baby. That's how much we spilled. I'm Diana Jebbia. I am about to chug a bottle of water. Thank you so much for joining me for the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I will talk to you next week, babe. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.